Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Building a Business Podcast. This is the podcast where I am trying to make a life and a living doing what I love and I'm taking you guys along on the journey with me. Now, it's been a while since we last spoke. It's been like almost a year, maybe even more. Uh, It's been a long time uh, without uploading an episode for you guys and there's a lot of reasons for that. And so basically, what I wanted to talk through in this episode was walk through what happened the past few months, explain how my life has changed, um, and how my outlook on a lot of things has changed, because there's a lot that has changed over the past few months, and I want to show you guys kind of what I'm thinking going forward, and how I'm going to alter my business approach going forward, and so that is what this episode is all about, so I apologize if you guys hear uh, my baby monitor in the background. Uh, I have to keep an eye out for my nine-month-old in case she needs anything. So that is what is the noise if you hear it. If you don't, that's great too. But I wanted to make you guys aware. And so that brings me around to the first thing we're going to get to. I said in the last episode that I was having a kid. And that is a thing that happened. She is nine months old now. Um, that's absolutely insane. She's absolutely beautiful. And I love her so much. And of course, that takes up a lot of my time. So we're going to back, go back a little bit. Uh, let's back up and let's go back to what I was uh, thinking uh, when I recorded the last episode. I was talking about shifting gears and some of the YouTube stuff uh, and kind of changing some of the, the way that I do content on there uh, to kind of feel more like what I would want to be making on YouTube. Um, Sadly, that I haven't been making much of that kind of content at all on YouTube. I haven't been making content, period, uh, on YouTube. And so what basically happened after I made that episode is I knew that starting once my daughter was born, uh, things were going to get extremely busy. Um, My daughter was born July 11th. And so I knew my first wedding of the year was July 23rd or something like that. So shortly after she was born. So I knew that I was going to go from my daughter being born to going straight into the wedding season. And so I was going to be very, very busy for the rest of the year after that. Um, So I wanted to get a lot of projects knocked out before she was born. And so that led me to being able to do or to doing a whole lot of projects Uh, around our house trying to get things ready for her and trying to knock out some of these projects before she was born because I knew that I wouldn't have time to do it after she was born. So I was trying to basically knock out the rest of my year's worth of house projects, uh, my little quote-unquote like dad projects essentially, uh, before she was born so that I would be able to just focus on my wedding season and her for the rest of the year. So I did things like uh, working around the house, getting the yard picked up and and uh, we put in gravel on the side of the house going on the entrance into the studio here things like that Um, all kinds of little projects on the outside of the house I was essentially uh, they call it nesting when you're a mother and you're kind of getting everything ready for your baby and I was kind of doing the dad version of nesting I guess I was getting everything ready trying to get everything taken care of before she was born and then what happened after she was born um, I had eight days off of work. That eight days I really spent relaxing. Um, it was a wild time. A lot of stuff going on in life, of course. Big change. Got a baby in the house now. Um, 
But after that eight days, it essentially jumped into overdrive. Um, so the first wedding of the season came, and we knocked out that wedding, started to get the edit going, and then the second wedding of the season came, and then the third and the fourth. We had six last year in total. Um, and normally the way that I do weddings is I try to get the first video done before I do the next wedding. Um, usually it doesn't quite work out that way. Uh, usually by the end of the season, I'm like a wedding or two behind. Well, this season was a little bit different than that, um, in ways that I didn't intend. And so I ended up way behind and we're going to get to that soon. Um, but, uh, it kind of started off with that first wedding season. And then <laughs> during that transition to the wedding season, I said, one of the things I wanted to do last year was find an editor. Um, so I found a guy, his name, he's great. And uh, I'm kind of working on training him and teaching him how to edit. He's very young, he's very new, but I think he shows a lot of promise and I'm really excited to have him on board. Um, but we're still working things out. And so we started with this process, trying to train him. So we did the first wedding, I edited that one, delivered it, but then on the second wedding, I was like, all right, we're gonna try and get you in on this one and let you take a stab at editing this. And then while he was doing that, uh, one of the things was that he needed software to edit on. And he came from Final Cut. I don't use Final Cut because I'm not a Mac user. Uh, so we were trying to figure out what a good option was for him. Um, and so I thought that maybe using DaVinci Resolve would be a great option for him because I already own a license to it and you're able to use the license on two different computers. So I already have the license on my desktop here, but then also giving him an option to have the license on his laptop so that we could both be able to work on the same project in DaVinci Resolve. That way, we're not going back and forth on what software to use. Um, we can just both use the same software. Uh, and so I decided to try and make the switch over to DaVinci Resolve. Um, so I've been a Premiere editor for the past, I don't know, 10 years, um, since 2013. Uh, I've been using or Premiere and I decided to try and make the switch to DaVinci Resolve. And uh, that basically went absolutely terrible. Uh, the switch to DaVinci Resolve was completely blockaded by the fact that something is wrong with DaVinci Resolve for some reason does not like my GPU paired with uh, that particular software. And so a lot of you know computers have the GPU acceleration. That's a huge part of why DaVinci Resolve works as well as it does. And so because of that, uh, the software ran slow enough that it was essentially just completely unusable. There was nothing that I was able to do on this desktop in DaVinci Resolve. And I spent a lot of time uh, trying to work this out, contacted support, uh, wasn't able to work it out, but I spent a full week of my life coming home every day and just trying to get DaVinci Resolve to work without any success. Um, and so because we were trying to do that as well as teach in the middle of the wedding season uh, and switch softwares and all that, uh, ended up putting me about a week and a half behind on editing weddings. The next wedding came around, only got further behind because of stuff with the baby and all that. And so essentially it just kind of kept stacking up and stacking up and stacking up. And then the whole time, you know, my editor is still learning and he's taking significantly longer than I would have took to edit a video. 
um, just because he doesn't know what he's doing yet. He's still trying to figure out all the all the steps and all the processes to make it work. Um, but it's okay. That's fine. It's just one of those things where we've got to figure it out. And it took a lot longer than I expected it to take. And I didn't really anticipate it taking that long. So essentially what had happened was that I got way behind in editing. Um, and because I got way behind in editing, I had to work a whole lot more in editing. And all that kind of stuff stacked up. And so the long and short of it is essentially that starting in the day that my daughter was born, you know, I had those eight days off, but right after those eight days, basically middle of July, all the way through the end of the year, I was working 16 hour days. Um, so I would get up at 6am. I would drive to work, work my day job, uh, from seven to four, and then I would drive home and I would come home, uh, feed my family, put the baby to bed, come in here, and I'd work uh, until 11. And then I would go to bed. And I did that from the middle of July all the way to the end of January. Um, so basically six to seven months straight. Um, and that was every single day doing that schedule. And so I was tired. I got really really, really, really tired. Um, normally, you know, I'm used to that kind of work schedule. Uh, I usually do that every year from about September to December. It's usually pretty busy. And I knew that going into the season, I said, it's always pretty busy in the fall. I do a lot of work in the fall. That's when my season is. That's how I make my money. I'm used to it. And I was anticipating that. But it's never been this much work. Um, it was a level of work that I didn't anticipate. I mean, to put it uh, simply, uh, in 2019, we did uh, 13 weddings. And that was significantly less work than what I did this year, um, or this past year. And so that kind of might help explain my perspective a little bit. There's just a whole lot that goes into that, right? And so I was just tired. I was wore out by the end of, end of it all. I just wanted to get through to it and, and see it to the end. And what eventually happened was I was finishing stuff up on my laptop just so that I could work on Resolve um, because I couldn't use Resolve on my desktop. And so I was working on my laptop, which is even worse because my laptop didn't have enough RAM uh, to handle projects. And so it would start to crash once you got toward the end of the project and started getting a lot of the stuff together. It would start to crash. Um, and so I was I was just utterly beaten down by the end of this season. And uh, there was times where I was practically in tears. Um, I'm going to kind of take a break from that and jump back to another time in my life, right? When I met my wife, um, we met in seventh grade. Seventh grade, of course, middle school is a tough time for a lot of kids, right? And for me, that was a really tough time. I was learning a lot about myself, trying to figure out what kind of person I am in life. And that was the time where I would really say that I've struggled with mental health in my life, right? 
I've never really been like the type to be depressed. Uh, and except for when I was in middle school, I was extremely depressed when I was in middle school, you know, having some really dark thoughts, um, and some really intense feelings and feelings of despair and loneliness and things like that. Um, but then I met my wife, uh, and we kind of, uh, have been each other's rock for a very, very long time. Um, and pretty much once she came into my life, uh, those feelings kind of went away for a really long time. Um, and I hadn't really felt that level of anxiety, that level of depression and that kind of mental health struggle in the past 12 years. Um, I haven't felt that I've been doing so well for so long and I forgot what that felt like. And this past year was the first time where I've really struggled with my mental health on a level that was equivalent to what I felt in middle school. And it was scary. It was really scary. I mean, the feeling of drowning every single day and just the absolute despair that I was feeling drowning in my own work, having to come and work all day every single day without any breaks. It was just horrible. It was uh, a feeling that I hate and I never want to feel again. And so that leads me to where I'm going with this entire discussion. Um, it basically made me rethink everything about what I'm doing. Uh, I've worked a lot in my life, basically since... I graduated high school. I've always had two jobs. Um, I've always burned the candle at both ends. You know, when I got married, went to college, I was in college doing school full-time, working full-time, doing YouTube, and running my business. Um, of course, the YouTube doesn't pay anything, um, but the other three things, you know, are really important, and YouTube was my hobby, and so I was doing all those things at the same time. Uh, and then add in there times where I was working a full-time job as well as working a part-time job and going to school, doing YouTube and doing a business. Right. And then I added another business on top of that. I added shoreline media. Um, so now I'm running two businesses doing YouTube and then <laughs> working a full-time job and a part-time job. Right. And it didn't stop even when I finished college, because then I finished college and I came back here um, and moved back from Cincinnati up here to northern Ohio. And then I got a part time job there here, too. I got another part time job, working a full time job and then owning two businesses and, of course, doing stuff like this podcast. Um, I've done that for years and I've never questioned how much I work. I've never questioned uh, why I'm doing it. Uh, and I've really had to sit down at, at the end of last season, after I finished delivering all the videos, I really had to sit down and just really reevaluate what it means to be doing what I'm doing. You know, I've always said, um, I love doing weddings and I always have loved doing weddings, right? And so one of the things that I implemented for myself 
when doing weddings was that I didn't ever want to take on more than 15 in a year because I see the people who will do 50 weddings a year, right? They'll do so many weddings and then they'll do it for like three years and they'll just get totally burnt out and just hate doing weddings after that, right? And I really loved doing weddings. So I knew I didn't want to be one of those people that got burnt out and ended up hating doing them. And so my solution for that was to limit the number of weddings that I took on, right? Limit the number of weddings I took on so it would limit the workload I took on so that I wouldn't end up burning myself out on weddings and hating them. And so I've always limited myself to 15. That was my number where I said, okay, if I'm doing less than 15, then I should be okay to where I'm not going to burn out. Um, Last year we had six weddings and six was significantly too many. I don't know how in the past I've managed to do 13. I think having a daughter has a lot to do with it um, because by the time she gets down to bed and everything, I've lost like two hours of my night. Um, But I don't know. It's hard to say, hard to pinpoint exactly what it is that's changed about that. But I know that 15 is not a sustainable number anymore. It doesn't work for me anymore. And so I really had to reconsider what this business looks like going for me going forward um, because I can't do 15 weddings a year and I know there's no way that I can make a sustainable income for me full-time doing weddings it's just not going to happen and so I have to explore other avenues right and so I started asking myself like what did I hate about last year what can I do to fix it And how can I do better in the future? Um, Because I don't want to disappoint my couples. I don't want it to take twice as long as it should to finish a wedding video. And I don't want to feel burnt out at the end of the day. Uh, And all those things were happening, right? I mean, I I was just miserable for seven months straight absolutely miserable in the deepest trenches of my entire life and I don't want to be back there again and so I've taken the past few months um, just to reevaluate everything I've been doing just to rethink it all and really say okay what can I do going forward to be better at this to do this the right way to fix it to where this doesn't happen again and that's where I'm still struggling. I'm still figuring it out. Um, but we're going to talk about what I think, uh, at least so far. So this is all subject to change, of course. Um, but I'm just trying to think through what's in my soul, what I'm feeling. And what I'm feeling right now is that I think I need to limit even more what I do about weddings. Um, so far this year, I've only booked one wedding. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with only having one wedding. Uh, a lot of people have asked me this year, like my family, my friends and stuff, like, how many weddings do you got this year? And I'm just like, only one. And I'm cool with it. Um, excited about the one that I do have, of course. Uh, but given the kind of stress that I was under last year, I think one is fine. And it's weird, right? Because I'm the person who's always been doing so much and I'm always shooting for more and more weddings. And, and I had this moment of realization a few weeks ago when I saw a bride 
posted in a Facebook group that I'm in, right? This Facebook group is for people who are looking for things uh, in regards to their wedding. And she posted that she was looking for a photographer and a videographer, which, of course, is what I do. And she was in my budget. And so I had this uh, moment of thought about dropping my name in the comments because she's looking for people. And there's that happens a lot, right? That's how I booked a lot of clients, by dropping my name in the comments of these weddings. And then they'll look through all the people that commented, contact them, and see if they would be right, the good, a good fit for them, right? So I thought about doing that because I've done it before. I've booked weddings that way before. And it was a low effort thing to do. Um, but I had this moment of realization, right, where I don't think I want to be the person that's chasing after my couples anymore. I think trying to book as many as I was booking and trying as hard as I was doing to market that way, I don't think it was working. I don't think I was taking on the couples that I want to take on. I've had some really great couples over the year, and I love almost all of them. Um, but I just think I can do better. I think that I need to rethink my strategy when it comes to marketing and I don't want to be chasing after couples anymore. Um, I think I need to shift my strategy, right? To being far more selective. I mean, I was already selective with only taking on 15 in a year, but I think I need to be even more selective and really say, okay, I'm only taking on maybe three, five max, um, and start trimming down the ways that I'm chasing my clients, the way that I'm filtering my clients and the ways that I'm accepting my couples, because I don't want to feel bogged down anymore. I don't want this to feel like it's work because I love weddings and I don't want to hate weddings. And I was hating weddings a few months ago. And so I've been doing a lot of thinking of how ways that I could do that, you know, uh, trimming down the wording in my website to really be engineered towards saying like things like, you know, we're exclusive, um, kind of rewording my entire website to becoming an exclusive photographer. Uh, maybe we were working some relationships with, uh, venues and other vendors. Uh, those are ideas that I've had. And that I'm thinking through actively trying to figure out how I want to attack this going forward. But at least this year, I'm pretty much taking the year off um, from really trying to grow the business. And instead, reaching inward, really investigating what I want it to be. Because I know what I thought I wanted it to be. Um, while I still, in some form, kind of want it to be that way, I don't want it to be what it was last year. Because it's not sustainable and the only way that will end up is a really terrible path for everybody. My family, myself, and of course, my couples. So I'm just rethinking what I want that to look like. I'm also rethinking what I want my family life to look like, right? I mean, I'm still, even now, uh, been taking the last few months off and I'm still working full-time job and a part-time job um, and taking care of my family and it's still a lot. Right. And, and so one of the things that I, I started writing down at the beginning of the year was what I wanted to accomplish this year, this year. And one of the things that I wanted to start doing was just start being a dad. I wanted to start devoting more time 
to my family, figuring out a schedule, um, still working on it, still trying to figure out like what works for us and how the timing works for us and, and all that kind of stuff. Of course, she's growing so fast and, and things change constantly and it's always up in the air, but we're learning. I'm learning how to be a dad. I'm learning what that's like and trying to figure it out along the way, of course. Um, but I also wrote down that I wanted to really start doing things for fun again. Um, so much of my art was fueled by me just going out and taking pictures. I mean, when I got into this, it was because I was doing selfies and I was taking pictures of myself to Photoshop. And then for so many years, so much of my work was just going out and taking pictures, going on vacations, taking pictures with my family on vacations and stuff like that. To go, I would get in my car and I would just drive around and find stuff to take pictures of. I do that kind of stuff all the time, two or three times weekly. Um, and then I, as I was finishing up last year, I looked through my folders for all my videos and my folders for all of my photos. And the only pictures that I took last year, um, almost exclusively, except for like one or two things, was either of my daughter or of a shoot that I was paid to be there for. I did almost nothing for myself. Nothing personal, nothing just for fun. It was almost all just either my family or my work. So one of the things that I'm going to focus on this year is just trying to do more things personally, trying to do more things for myself uh, and just for fun without any agenda behind it. Um, because when all of the stuff that you do is just for work, uh, it really cuts down your creativity. Uh, you really can't hone your skills so well because you're stuck kind of in this rut. And I was feeling that. I was feeling like, I was doing the same poses all the time. I was shooting the same angles all the time because I would get in this routine, right? And then it, it just ceases to be art and becomes a job. And that's not what I ever wanted when I did this. The whole reason that I do this is because I love making art. I love doing things a little different and having fun with it. And I wasn't doing that anymore. And so I feel like a huge part of doing that is just getting out and shooting um, and doing stuff just for fun without a whole lot of reason or motive behind it, right? And so that's that's one of the things that I really want to focus on doing this year. I really want to just push forward on making art again for art's sake and not stuff for work's sake. And so that's one of my big goals. Uh, that also includes doing more YouTube. I really want to make some YouTube video this year. I'm still struggling to figure out a system that works for me. My schedule is constantly in flux with the daughter and everything, but I'm figuring it out. Um, but what I do know is that I don't know what the business end of this is going to look like at this point. Uh, I know that in both of my businesses right now, I don't have a clear path forward on how I want to make money. I know what I want them to look like. I know what I want my businesses to feel like. And I'm going to make videos on that coming up here soon. Uh, I want to make some podcast episodes about those uh, because there's still a lot of business stuff that I want to do. But in regards to 
how these businesses will be profitable at this point i don't have an answer right now uh that's kind of up in the air and i'm okay with that right now i feel like i'm at a point where i'm knocking down everything that i've built and kind of rebuilding things from scratch and i'm going to reuse a lot of the pieces of stuff that i've already had right when i'm rebuilding things i've still got good walls good structures some good ideas but I don't want to go in with this premonition of what this needs to look like or what the business model is uh, because I don't want to worry about that right now. I just want to worry about making this fun for me again because there's no point in building this entire business, sweating and losing years and years of my life away if I end up hating it in the end. And that's what I'm desperately trying to avoid because that's what just happened to me a few months ago. And so I'm focusing on just making some YouTube videos again, trying to get some of these things in my life uh, knocked out and and having fun again. So I've been reinvesting some of my time into screwing around again, having some fun, um, picked up some programming, uh, decided I wanted to learn some new skills. So I started look coding in React, first time using JavaScript. Uh, coded a couple of little apps in React. I already have a couple more things that I want to want to make uh, in the software field. And I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I've always wanted to start a software company. Um, I don't know what that looks like. I don't have any clue. Uh, but at least now I have a couple of things that I can put under that umbrella as projects uh, so that it's not just sitting there for nothing and I'm paying all this money for <laughs> a... Uh, domain every day or every year for nothing uh, so at least there's something there for that now I've been playing a lot of video games um it's been some great quality time with my wife because she doesn't play a lot of video games but she likes to watch other people play games uh and so she'll sit and watch me play games and so i've really enjoyed doing that with her and of course just being able to sit down um, i've been doing a lot of like projects around the house little things working out in the shed uh, putting things together and really enjoyed doing that kind of stuff too. Um, so all around, I'm just trying to enjoy life right now, trying to go back down to the roots of everything that I'm doing and rebuild from scratch, uh, figure out what I want this business to look like going forward, uh, and, or both of my businesses, and how can I make that happen in a way that's sustainable for me. Um, going to continue training my editor. I would love to see him stick around. Uh, of course, if he wants to go off to his own thing, I'm totally cool with that. But I would love to see him stick around because I've needed an editor for so long. And I think he's got a lot of potential to be a good editor. Um, and I'd love to be able to pay him more. I'd love to be able to make some money and pay him some more. And it is nice. I'm starting to develop a little team of people that I can call on for stuff now. Um, editing is just the one thing that I'm still struggling a whole lot with. That's the one thing where I really need the most help. And thankfully I've got a person now who, who might be able to step up in that area. So we'll see how it all pans out in the end. Um, but I just really wanted to give this update, uh, because I feel like I haven't made anything in a long time. Right. And I used to put myself out there all the time and I haven't in a while. And so I feel like I really needed this. And so I just wanted to talk to you guys, uh, kind of talk into the ether, hope somebody hears it, and hope somebody understands where I'm coming from, right? I hope that 
I shouldn't say I hope, right? I should say, I hope you don't know where I'm coming from. I hope that you haven't felt the mental health struggle that I have. Um, it's terrible. It's an extremely dark place. But I say that in saying that I feel like a lot of people have, right? I feel like so many of us who own businesses struggle with these same things. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. Uh, I hope you haven't. But if you have, I want you to know I have too. And I know that it's not sustainable long term. Um, this level of work is not okay long term. And I do understand sacrificing for your business, right? But sacrifice should be done in a way that it doesn't put you in misery for half of the year, right? And so I want to help you going forward. Um, I want to help myself going forward. And so we're going to be talking through this over the next few weeks. I don't quite know what I'm going to be saying yet. Yeah, the next few episodes are going to be, I think, kind of off the cuff. A lot of thinking through things out loud. Uh, and not so much just telling you guys things. I want to think through things uh, just verbally. And we'll see where it goes. Um, I'm really excited. Also really nervous. And really kind of sad because I feel like I'm closing a chapter on my life and opening a new one. And while it's still a lot of the same stuff, it doesn't feel the same anymore. It feels like I have a level of wisdom that I didn't have before. And we'll see how it works out in the end. So I thank you guys so much for watching uh, and listening. If you're listening, there is a video version of the podcast where you can see my face talk to the camera. Um, you're welcome to totally tune into that if you would like. Uh, the link is in the show notes. And of course, if you're watching the podcast and you want to listen to it, there's an option for that too. Check out the description of the video. Other than that, you guys, thank you so much. Um, if you like this podcast, rate it. Uh, I've never asked anybody to do that, I think. But it would be cool if you did. Uh, I don't have any intentions of this podcast getting big or popular or anything. This is just a diary, essentially, where I tell you guys uh, what my thoughts are so that hopefully one day somebody might have uh, this to follow in their own footsteps uh, when they want to build a business. And that's the whole reason I'm doing it. So if you get any value out of it, let me know. If there's anything that I could provide value to you by, let me know as well. I'd love to... Um, help you guys out as, as I grow. I would like to see other people grow too. So thank you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great one. Peace.